Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. There are so many different things that the devil does, uh, you know, and how he can do things. Um, I just I want to mention just a few, uh, just so that you can get your eyes open a little bit to what kinds of things uh, generally that can possibly happen, right? Uh, where we need to be aware. Um, I believe one interesting place to find this out is in the book of Job. We see the devil there. This is a very unusual book. And in this book, somehow it opens up our eyes to see what the devil is doing. All right. What, what, what kind of activities does he have? In one verse one, ver, um, excuse me, chapter one, verse 15. And by the way, what's happened here? Um, I'm just making this short. And this, again, it's a very difficult book, but here, the hedge of protection. Remember this. The hedge of protection has been removed somewhat from Job. Okay? And guess what? The enemy is able to do things. Okay? So this is what happens. This is one of the things we see this in verse 15. When the Sabaeans raided them, um, Job's sons and daughters, whatever. Um, it says this. Anyway, a messenger came to Job in verse 14. The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were feeding beside them. And when the Sabaeans raided them and took them away, indeed, they killed the servants with the edge of the sword. And I have escaped to tell you. Now, I just think this is pretty, pretty crazy. Um, they raided the, the, this man's possessions. They stole the oxen and the donkeys and they killed the servants. Now, I want you to think about this just for a minute. When something like that happens, we'll think that's, oh, look at those men. Da, 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 da. Do you realize, think about this story. Satan inspired these men to do what they did. And not only that, they inspired him to target a particular person. It was not random. Now, did these men go, oh, Satan came and appeared to us and told us to go uh, attack Job? And hit? they probably don't even know who owned that stuff. They don't know that's Job. They're like, they're from some other place. And they see this, this stuff and they say, hey, let's take that for us. One guy says it and another guy goes, yeah. So it might not look like Satan was involved if you are watching and just thinking you're going, oh, that man said that. He had this idea. And then this happened. And then this happened. And, and then evil, evil happened against Job particularly. It didn't just happen. It wasn't just an unfortunate series of events. It was a demonic series of events. Amen? You see, did you know that the devil can move on willing vessels, willing vessels to do what he wants to do, even against you? Are y'all with me? That's really a crazy thought. And you know how... You know how um, when we spend time with the Lord, we're doing what God wants us to do. 
we may, we may feel a nudge to do something, get an idea, and we'll do it, right? And then, and then later we'll go, wow, look how God used that. You ever done that? The devil's the same way. When people yield themselves to him, when they're full of hatred and bitterness and evil, it's so easy for him to take that person and plant a thought there and, and an idea and take what he's developed in that person to do a particular thing. And I would say this, in this nation, there are a lot of people that have become more and more evil. Our culture is becoming more and more evil. And guess what happens? More and more evil happens when there's more and more evil in people because they can so easily be directed by Satan. Amen? I want you to think just about this just for a minute. You ever go to work and you just wonder, why are these people against me? Why does this person keep rising up against me? Why does this person always say something bad about me? And by the way, maybe it's you doing it about somebody else. Why are you always agitated about, you know what I'm saying? Because just because you're a believer doesn't mean that devil has no place in you. You need to be careful. He's got no place in you either. Amen? But you ever wondering, you know, why is that person coming against me? Why is that person talking badly about me behind my back? Well, if they've got wrong attitudes, they're easily used of the devil. Are y'all with me? Now, what are you going to get? What are you going to focus on? That person? Or are you going to focus on the spirit that's working against you and inspiring people against you. Are y'all with me? You see, there are many people that can be inspired against you. But what's the problem? It's the force that motivates them. Yes, they're a problem too because they're open to it. But I'm just saying the motivating factor behind evil is almost always, if not always, demonic. Just think about that. So we need to be aware of the enemy's schemes. The Bible says we don't wrestle with what? We don't wrestle with some, huh? With what? With flesh and blood. I heard one minister say too many people just stop that verse too quickly and they just go, we don't wrestle. And they just stop right there. They don't do anything. They don't fight. They don't pray. No, but the Bible says we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. You see, and if you're just getting angry at people, uh, you're missing the, the big factor. You, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, but with principalities and powers and forces. He's saying, look, don't just look at the natural things that are going on. There are spiritual reasons why the natural things are taking place and coming against you. This is not the way God made the world. Amen? Okay, so, um, and I would just encourage you, don't ever get in the mud with somebody. When somebody has an attitude, you know what the devil wants to do? The devil will stir somebody up against you. See, he's, again, we're supposed to know his strategies, right? The devil will stir somebody else up against you. Not just to accuse you, but to get you in a wrong spirit. You know, and they'll do something to you. He just wants you to get some uh, wrong attitude toward them. That's all he's got to do to win. And you can justify yourself and go, see, but I've got a right to do it. There's nothing. You, now you've got the wrong spirit in you. Now he's got a way in you. Now he's got a place in your heart, right? Okay, then there's, a, there's another verse in um, 119. You see what, what it says there? 
And suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house. It fell on the young people and they're dead. And I alone have escaped to tell you they were telling Job this. Man, that's crazy. Uh, the, the wind blew, hit the four corners of the house at the same time somehow. It must have been a tornado. I don't know what it was. But what's interesting to me is this didn't just happen. It wasn't global warming or global cooling. You know, it was spiritual. The weather was affected by Satan, by demonic. Can, can y'all believe that? Are y'all with me? Do y'all think I've gone crazy? The weather was influenced by the devil. Now, in Mark chapter 4, um, there is a story where Jesus is leaving one place and he's going to cross another place. He's going to cross the Sea of Galilee and he's getting ready to get, I believe it's the area of uh, where, um, I believe it's called the Gadarenes or something like that. But anyway, so Jesus gets on the, in the water that, I mean, thing that there's a storm while he's on the water, right? The storm gets so bad. Now he's, he's asleep, I believe. And, and the disciples are, they get afraid. All right. And they wake him up. Jesus, are you not concerned about us? Let me see if I can find this right here. Mark chapter four, at the end of the, at the end of the chapter, um, he goes, let's cross to the other side. And then a great, it says a great windstorm arose and waves beat against the boat and it was filling up. And uh, <laughs> this is so funny to me. It's a great storm. Jesus must have been extremely tired. Y'all know Jesus got tired too? He was a man. He was in body and flesh, right? He was so tired. That huge storm was going on and it says Jesus was still asleep on a pillow. And so they woke him up and said, teacher, aren't you concerned? We're, we're going to die. We're going to die. And um, Jesus arose and did what? He rebuked the wind. And then they, it says the disciples later goes, who is that? Even the wind obeys him. Now, let me ask you this. If God had made the wind blow, do you think Jesus could have rebuked it? No. Are you all with me? It was a storm trying to take him down and he didn't go, oh, it's an act of God. The wind is an act of God. Wind can be an act of God. But he goes, he rebukes the wind that was trying to sink his ship. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. You see, there's, a, there's such a story in that because the devil wants to send winds into your life to sink your ship. And you need to be able to recognize them and you need to be able to rebuke the winds in your life because they're not from God. Now, I'm not saying God never allows turmoil or tribulation. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm hoping you're getting the other side today and that you're expanding your mind to recognize that a whole lot that goes on in life is spiritual. A whole lot of our opposition in life is spiritual and we should not be ignorant about it. We should be aware that these kinds of things are going on.